Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lifestyle is Medicine podcast, brought to you by Lifestyle is Medicine. For the next three episodes, we take you to the webinar we recently did on diabetes. We had Dr. Wes Youngberg and Dr. John Kelly speak for the audience regarding on how to use lifestyle medicine to uh, prevent, treat, and potentially reverse type 2 diabetes. We hope that you are blessed by this talk. Here is part one. Today our topic is going to be type 2 diabetes, a very important discussion. We all know that diabetes is going up and up, and but we believe that through lifestyle practices that this disease can be addressed effectively. Today, we have two speakers who are well qualified to speak on this topic, and I'm going to introduce them to you at this time. First, we have Dr. John Kelly. Dr. John Kelly is a physician and founding president of the American College of Lifestyle Medicine. He is also an assistant research professor in the nutrition department at Loma Linda University. He was a principal investigator for a multi-million dollar diabetes research project in the Marshall Islands and continues to do research in lifestyle interventions for diabetes. He's also the director of Oak Haven Lifestyle Center in Michigan. Uh, the other presenter today is Dr. Wes Youngberg. He has a doctorate degree in public health. He is a clinical professor for both the Department of Preventive Medicine at Loma Linda University uh, School of Medicine and also Loma Linda University Department of Public Health. He's also founding director of the American College of Lifestyle Medicine. Dr. Youngberg spent 14 years in Guam researching diabetes and has written a book on diabetes titled Goodbye Diabetes. He has developed an online diabetes program called Diabetes Undone, and you see that on the screen there. So Dr. Kelly and Dr. Youngberg, uh, welcome to Last of Medicine Live. Thank you, Dr. Cho. It's good to be with you. And I think this is indeed a very, very important topic. And I'm really pleased to be with Wes, uh, my friend, Dr. Youngberg. Yes. Likewise, uh, Dr. Kelly and I go way back, uh, back uh, Loma Linda days, uh, but as well as uh, on the Marshall Islands. So uh, we're looking forward to uh, being on this webinar with you today, Dr. Cho. Great. You know, uh, Dr. Youngberg, just to break the ice a little bit, you know, you don't know this, but when I was an intern, uh, in at naturopathic college, I'll actually use your book to help me guide my uh, treat my patients by type two diabetes. So it's great to kind of uh, speak with the author of that book. So thank you. I'm honored. That. I'm honored. <laughs> well, you know, before we get to the uh, um, main discussion on diabetes, I just want you both of you to comment right now. Just kind of bring it a little bit closer to home. Right now, we know that there's obviously COVID nineteen happening, the SARS CoV two virus, and but diabetes actually has a big role to uh, Playing that right uh, we don't want to get too deep into the weeds of that but just can you comment on that because people might not be so aware of the research that's coming out linking diabetes and COVID-19 yeah there's there's a, a tremendous amount of research in fact uh, all along the big concern has been that the only real pe the people who are having problems with COVID-19 if they're infected are the ones that have underlying medical complications like diabetes in particular that's one of the first ones that you hear about it it can be asthma, it can be hypertension, it can be heart disease uh, or diabetes. And in fact, many emergency room physicians are reporting that, that their patients respond very well to many of the strategies that are introduced there in the ICU units. But if they're diabetic, they're the ones that are amongst the highest risk to go on to develop serious complications requiring uh, ventil uh, ventilator support and 
uh, between 50 and 80% of people who go on a ventilator, uh, don't, don't come out of the hospital alive. So, so the, my passion has been over the last three months is to educating diabetes, diabetic individuals that if there was ever a time to really focus on the natural and lifestyle medicine strategies that help, that help, uh, uh reverse the underlying triggers or causes of diabetes, this is the time because you have the most to gain and the most to lose if you do not follow this protocol. So uh, what Dr. Kelly and I will be sharing with you is the good news that diabetes can be undone, that we literally can say goodbye to diabetes much of the time. And even if we don't, even if you do all the strategies that are, that are well-documented in medical literature that help many people reverse their diabetes, just by simply following those strategies, even if you may remain a diabetic, you are dramatically lowering your risk of complications because of COVID-19, because treating the underlying causes of diabetes are also treating the underlying factors that drive somebody's immune system to depression that then allows the body to succumb to the virus. Otherwise, the vast majority of people have an immune system that is capable of being victorious over this virus. So we want everybody to be victorious, including our diabetic population. And Dr. Cho, just to cite one statistic, just uh, two or three days ago, there was an article in the Journal of the American Medical Association looking at the results in 5,700 patients from New York City, and they risk those who actually needed to go on the ventilator uh, had almost twice the likelihood of having diabetes as the ones that did not. So that just completely verifies what Dr. Youngberg was just saying. It's amazing how one chronic disease can affect an acute disease. Well, let's uh, go right into diabetes then. And this is Dr. Kelly, I'll direct the first question to you. So many people know that type 2 diabetes is when your blood sugar is high, but many people do not know why it's high. They're not told the underlying uh, pathogenesis, pathology. Can you explain what exactly is type 2 diabetes and what is the root cause? So like, what is the, why is the blood pressure, blood, sorry, blood sugar going up? Yeah, this is a fantastic question. It is true. A lot of people don't understand. Even people uh, that have diabetes sometimes do not understand. So um, I would have to say, first off, no, I, don't, I cannot explain exactly because I don't think that we know exactly yet. But what we do know is this. We know that what the problem is not sugar. We call it uh, diabetes or, or sugar diabetes in my part of the country. But it's not sugar that causes diabetes. It's actually excess calories, and the chronic excess calories lead to uh, storage of energy in the form of adipose tissue. And when this excess uh, calories build up, then it leads to lipotoxicity in, throughout the body, uh, causing insulin resistance, causing problems with the, in the liver and gluconeogenesis uh, in the pancreas. And so this is um, becoming more and more widely the, uh, known. I would want to say this, that uh, I mean, right now, Dr. Youngberg and myself and others are working on a course for the American College of Lifestyle Medicine, reversing insulin resistance and diabetes with lifestyle. And what um, this, so that we've been doing a lot of recent research of the literature. And I can tell you that I can see studies for, uh, and over the last 10 years, 
there's more and more recognition of what I'm saying. But 10 years ago or 20 years ago, it was thought that uh, the, the cause was genetic, that it was strictly, you know, it's in your genes and you couldn't do anything about it. All you could do is thank God for insulin. Well, it turns out insulin is, is maybe great for type 1 diabetes, but it's in a, many ways it's a curse for type 2. So, so to answer the question about what is diabetes, what's going on, is ex, chronically excess caloric intake leads to uh, hyper storage of adipose, which then invades other tissues. We're talking, you know, normally you want to store your calories in, in adipose cells, but when they start being stored in the liver cells and in the pancreatic cells and in the muscle cells, things start to go awry and the body produces more and more insulin to try and keep the blood sugars down into the normal range. And eventually that cannot happen and the blood sugar starts to rise. And that's when we say we have prediabetes or diabetes. But in reality, as you're gonna learn through the rest of this seminar, the, this is a process that started way before your blood sugar uh, went up. And, and, the, and the solution is not managing your carbohydrates or managing your sugar intake. Uh, that only controls the symptoms. We, if you really want to fix this disease, you have to go to the chronic excess caloric intake. Okay. So that's my short answer. Dr. John, you mentioned the word lipotoxicity. Can you uh, distill that down in very easy language for us? Thank you. Yes, uh, yes. So what we're talking about is when um, our cells in the body uh, are forced by, ex by this high insulin level to take up uh, glucose, that they really do not, they're not using. They're not, they don't need that glucose for their normal level of function. Um, then they actually store this in the form of lipid or, or fat uh, in the cell. And this, so this is, we call this lipotoxicity because lipo meaning fat, uh, this is harmful to, the, to that cell's functioning. Um, and so that's what we mean by lipotoxicity. Dr. West, uh, fat and cells and diabetes, not, people, not too many people make that connection. They always think it's sugar and insulin. Well, it's a combination, as Dr. Kelly just said, it's excess calories. And so the, the number one cause of excess calories is too much refined carbohydrate. Uh, this, the number two, or close to it, would be excess fat, uh, especially of the animal fat variety or, or the free oil variety that is just unnecessary in our diet and just simply adds uh, ex excessively to our caloric load, which the body metabolically can't handle. So that's why when I'm working uh, for the first time with a new diabetic or somebody who's struggled with their diabetes over years and decades, is I essentially say two things. Number one, the reason your blood sugars are high is because your metabolism is depressed. We need to figure out what all the triggers are that are contributing to that depressed metabolism. And in medicine, we call it metabolic syndrome or insulin resistance syndrome. And so we, we help educate them about how to reverse insulin resistance, which is the cells of the muscles uh, throughout the body and the cells of the liver, specifically not wanting to let sugar into the cell so the blood sugar goes high. And that can be quickly remedied within days uh, and sometimes uh, within meals uh, if we're eating the right foods. And, and then I always say on a practical note, if we 
can get individuals to do light. So we balance their meals and eat the right foods, right? The whole plant-based diet uh, is the goal. Uh, and then the second goal is get them exercising lightly after every meal because that clearly brings down the after-meal blood sugars, which is by far the most important blood sugar for the diabetics because that has the biggest impact on the, the caramelization effect, the, 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 the glazing effect of sugar to proteins throughout their whole body and bloodstream. And, and so if, if we can get them exercising a little bit, not, not get sweaty, just go walking or do some light activity immediately after eating, that'll lower the after-meal blood sugar by anywhere from one to three points for every minute that they do light exercise. And that can have a powerful shift on their blood sugars. Most people never check their blood sugars after meals. Uh, they always check before the meal. But how are you going to know the impact of your meal if you don't check your blood sugars after the meal? Right. And so that's what gets people into this focusing on how my body responds to the choices that I make. And we see great success once people start doing that. Dr. West, then, you know, Dr. Kelly talked about excess calories and so forth and uh, building up of fat. So the question, next question is, so is type 2 diet mainly genetic? Because a lot of people say, you know, my mom and dad had diabetes and therefore here I am. I have diabetes. Your comment. What's the What's it, how much does genetics play into this? Well, you know, genetics always plays a role. You know, if it wasn't genetic, it wouldn't happen, right? So, so genes, genes uh, have a lot to do with our health, but they're, they're not the primary reason we develop the problem. Genes open the window, okay, but we can choose whether we jump out the window or not. Okay, so, um, so the researchers have been clear over decades, we've known that easily 70% of the world's population have at least some major gene mutations associated with diabetes, okay? But that should never be an excuse, as Dr. Kelly pointed out, to say, well, you know, mom had it, dad had it, you know, my, my aunt had her leg amputated. My, my uncle went blind. It's just, just in the cards for me, right? It's, it's just something that's going to happen eventually. And so, you know, que sera, sera, whatever will be, will be. Of course, that's precisely uh, a fatalistic viewpoint that, that will get us into trouble. The reality is that we can change the expression of those genes favorably. We call that epigenetics. And, and uh, the, the influence of things outside of genetics on how those genes operate, how we turn those on or off, uh, is dictated by the choices that we make with our diet, with exercise, with sleep habits, with our environmental exposures. And, uh, and so that's why lifestyle is medicine. It's the most important medicine of all. Yeah, and I always like to tell folks, you know, we don't only inherit our genes from our parents. Uh, we inherit cookbooks. Uh, and so it's a fact that actually uh, we're now realizing that uh, type 2 diabetes is more epigenetic than it is genetic. So it's, it's really more about our lifestyle affecting the gene switches than it is about the genes themselves.